This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation, which is committed to the unity and continuity of the Jewish people through meaningful and relevant Jewish education and wisdom. As part of internalizing the lessons of leaving slavery for freedom, we are reminded to check ourselves in this tremendous masterclass in ego reduction. This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is... Adrian Gold Davis. I remember the day that Krispy Kreme Donuts opened their first franchise in Canada in my town of Toronto. Now, it was about a 40-minute drive from my downtown home, but I was so determined to get there on opening day to buy a box fresh from the oven. And when I finally got to the front of the line, the gentleman at the checkout counter gave me the best tip. He said, listen, if you can't eat all of these today, Yeah, right, as if. Okay, but if you can't eat all of these today and you want a great freshness hack, you just pop it in the microwave on high for like six seconds, and then they come out tasting like they're fresh from the oven. So I thanked him profusely, and I left, excited about the possibility of having breakfast tomorrow taste as good as today's lunch and dinner. And that evening, my family came home and ate everything I didn't eat in the car, and left me one in the box on the counter for the morning. So the following morning, I get up, and there it is, one single perfect donut with my name on it. And I remembered the clerk's advice, so I went straight to the microwave. But here's the problem. So I had this ancient microwave, and it had a malfunctioning seconds button, so I always had to press the one-minute button and just open the door of the microwave when I needed to. So I figured, oh, well, this is easy. I'll open the door at 54 seconds. So I press the button for one minute after putting the donut in, and then all of a sudden the phone rings. So I run to answer it, and I was so excited because it was a friend from overseas. And I completely forgot about the donut, which is miraculous in and of itself. So a half an hour later, I go to the microwave to reheat my teacup. And when I open the door, what I see in front of me is this little puddle of oil with a few grains of sugar and maybe flour floating in it. One minute, and my donut had utterly dissolved. I mean, it was gone, reduced to its core elements, oil, sugar, right? And I had a Passover epiphany that blew my mind. Wait a minute. Soon you'll understand. So you know that at Pesach, we eat matzah, the bread that didn't have time to rise or leaven because we had to run out of Egypt without delay. So we call it the bread of affliction, or poor man's bread. And we have three pieces of it on the Seder table. One of them we split in half, and one half of that becomes the dessert, or what we call in Hebrew, the afikomen. And many of us have happy memories of hiding it or searching for it, and all the gifts and the prizes that you'd get if you found it. So there's a lot to say about that bread of affliction, but for now... I want to tell you how it relates to that disappearing Krispy Kreme. So in the weeks before Pesach, according to Jewish law, we're meant to remove all of the existing chametz, or in English, leaven, from our homes. In fact, up until the evening of Pesach, we still search for even a minuscule amount of it. 
And there's this special ceremony we do and a prayer that we say to officially nullify any that we couldn't find, and we declare our homes fit for Passover. So there's this common metaphor about leaven or chametz that our tradition teaches. Leaven, we learn, is compared to ego, puffery, arrogance, hot air. If we are what we eat, then for eight days we eat no ego, feed no ego, and disown all ego aggrandizement. We release our hot air. So a great rabbi, Moshe Isserlis of the 16th century, said that searching for chametz or leaven, includes checking your pockets for chametz. And I'm not just talking about crumbs. See, the Kabbalists noted that what it meant is that you have to check carefully that your pockets contain no money that was derived from fraud or theft of any kind, money that was acquired through arrogance or evil. And when you think about it, it makes sense that one of the most popular vernacular statements for money in the 70s used to be, dough, remember? Or, I don't have any bread, man. Dough, bread. It fascinated me. So the first human being, Adam, was described in a Midrash story as a bread formed from a dough. And the Talmud understandably describes our negative inclinations, our evil inclinations, or in Hebrew, our yetzer hara, as a bit of sour dough that makes the bread rise. At Passover, by eating no leaven, we temporarily remove that symbol of the evil inclination entirely. We don't absorb it within ourselves, not for the entire year, because the goal is not to remove all measure of ego from within ourselves, but for a short time, we purge it from our systems and from our homes. We press the reset on ourselves, because there is no difference, really between matzah and bread, but a little bit of thyme and yeast. You see, the volume is the same. The hot air that makes the bread rise doesn't change the fact that all bread really is, is flour and water. Just like that donut revealed itself in that microwave as nothing but oil and sugar, essentially, we are at our course simply a humble and temporary body that houses an eternal and glorious soul. Our egos puff us up. They prevent us from approaching the world with humility and with awe, of recognizing the finite component of the physical world as part of internalizing the lessons of leaving slavery for freedom, we are reminded to check ourselves in this tremendous master class in ego reduction. Because some of the worst enslavements a person can experience can also be rooted in being shackled to our egos. The word for Egypt in Hebrew is Mitzrayim. According to the text of Jewish mysticism, this name derives from another word, which means narrow or tight straits. You see, when God freed us from Mitzrayim, or Egypt, he removed us from a place of constriction, of tight control, and the narrow and restrained spaces we were stuck. For many of us, our places of constriction 
are within our own characters. Our places of stuckness make us feel like slaves to our minds, our thoughts, our hearts. But during the Passover season, there's a special spiritual flow of energy, what we call a mazal, that helps us unstick ourselves if we make the effort. If we refuse to let that moment leaven by putting off the steps we need to take towards our own emotional freedom. This week, as we prepare to check our pockets, our homes, and our egos, can we consider these words written by Rabbi Emanuel Feldman? He reminds us that the sages say, a mitzvah that comes your way, do not let it become chametz, i.e., do not let it leaven, do not tarry, rather perform it immediately. You have the opportunity to give charity, do it now. You're interested in studying Torah, do it now. Because all of us will benefit from this phenomenal masterclass in humility and in freedom. Even if we can't have any donuts. Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. This podcast was sponsored by the Zeitelman Family Foundation. Spread the wisdom. Inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.